Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Coming Up Higher. I'm Alicia. I'm Whitney. And we're so glad that you guys came back and and joined us for another awesome episode where we challenge you to come up higher into the things of God. And today, this one is going to be a little bit challenging Mm -hmm. because we're talking about comparison and competition uh, in the body of Christ and and really just in life in general. But we've seen it as as Christians who've grown up in church, who have been in a lot of um, church circles or religious circles. I don't like that word as much, but um, you kind of see that where there's a little bit of competition, Mm -hmm. uh, where there's a little bit of comparison, especially in a an age that we're in with social media and right and seeing other people's highlights and, and things like that. And, and seeing the followers and the numbers and, and things we can kind of get in a place of comparison and judgment. Right. Well, and I think it's easier now than ever. Like you said, we have the social media, we mm-hmm. have constant access to the internet. And so it's easy. It's even easy just to spend hours on your phone scrolling and then not realizing like, oh, wow, it's like 12 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I need to get to bed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely something uh, that can keep us from really fulfilling what God's called us to do Mm -hmm. and keep us from becoming the people that we're supposed to be. Yeah. And so I think really the root of it is when I have, whenever I have found myself comparing my gifts to others or comparing where I am in life to others, a lot of it is rooted in my identity in Christ, my Mm -hmm. identity in Christ, I should say better. Um, And so when I feel when I'm failing in spending time with him or when I'm neglecting that aspect of my life or when I neglect reading the word and hearing what he says about me, um, when I am not worshiping as much and just communing with him in daily life, I kind of find myself and my focus shifting. Mm -hmm. And that's when you kind of see, well, look at them. They're a lot further along than I am right now, or they're a lot better at this or that. But God's focus is like wanting to be on him and where he specifically has you and has designed for you in this season. Mm -hmm. And we can't, we can't compare apples to oranges because of where they're at, where God has uh, specifically designed for us. And we can't resent the process. Mm -hmm. Um, just because we see others around us moving forward doesn't mean that would be the most beneficial thing for us right now. Right. And that's one thing we have to be watchful for and, and careful of is that are we spending more time looking at others more than we're seeking the face mm-hmm. of God? Yeah, that's good. Because your um, fulfillment, your sense of purpose isn't going to be found comparing your life with someone else's Mm -hmm. and really even instructions to move forward. And the next thing to do in life, they're not going to be found in someone else either. They're only going to be found in, in Jesus and through the Holy spirit. Well, I like what you said uh, about, it's like a key indicator. Mm -hmm. And so we really have to be sensitive uh, just in our spiritual life. What's causing me to drift away from the father? What's, Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling, you know, like I'm not doing as well in my spiritual walk? And there's like these, there are these key indicators. Mm -hmm. And so I like what you said, you know, if you, if, for instance, if I feel like, okay, I don't feel as close to God or I'm not hearing his voice clear, 
And then I, the next minute I'm on Instagram and, Mm -hmm. you know, like pining over someone else's life or jealous or like, why am I not at this point? Or, uh, that's, that's that key indicator that, Mm -hmm. okay, there's obviously some competition Mm -hmm. in my life right now. And so that's an issue that I need to address and take care of right away. Right. And there's a verse in Galatians that talks about this Galatians six, four, pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Yes, yes. And that's the thing, and, and you touched on it, is that we can only we can only do our own work well. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know, I can't you know, as Whitney, I cannot do Alicia's job. Mm-hmm. I cannot be Alicia, I cannot have your anointing, I cannot have your giftings because those are specifically for you. Mm-hmm. Like I can only be the best version of Whitney right. that I can be and that needs to be my focus. Mm-hmm. And that might look different. You know, some other people may go to school and get their doctorates or whatever and that's great for them. Mm-hmm. But if that's not what God has for me, then I shouldn't feel like a failure because mm-hmm. I didn't go and do that. Yeah. You have to learn to appreciate people's giftings and callings Mm -hmm. for their life, but then also learn to appreciate God's giftings and callings for your own life. Yeah. And see it as, especially as Christians, seeing it as we're all on the same team. Mm, We all, we all should have the same goal in mind. And that is to uh, bring the kingdom of God on this earth um, and to see his will be done and to see lives saved uh, in the name of Jesus and restored. And so Mm. that should be everyone's goal. So in that way, we're all wearing the same Jersey, right? And basically with that, that scripture that you read was so good because what I pictured that as saying and paraphrasing is stay in your own lane. Mm -hmm. And if we're all running a race and we all have our specific lane that we're supposed to stay in, when I am efficiently and successfully running in my own lane, I am, I'm so fulfilled and I'm, I'm so occupied in his presence and, and the purpose and plan he has for me. I don't have time to look to the left to see how the person in the lane next right. to me is running or, mm-hmm. or to the right or, uh, it, you know, and so that's something that when we really find fulfillment in who he says about us and the purpose and calling he has, and whether that is to be a parent or to be a business person or, or whatever that may be, when you're partnering with the Father to achieve those things, then, and you're putting your effort and heart into that, then when you see other people doing that, and you know the sacrifice, and you know Mm -hmm. the commitment that it takes, you say, yes, like, awesome. You cheer them on, and you're like, yes, we're one step closer to seeing the kingdom come, and his will be done on earth as it is Mm -hmm. in heaven. And so that's one thing that I've, I've really understood the more and more that I I step into what he's created for me. There's no room for jealousy. There's no room for competition because I, I want to, I want to celebrate their uniqueness. Mm. I want to celebrate when they win because we all win. Yeah. I love the point you brought out about being on the same team because there was a period in my life. I can't remember. It was like probably a year or two ago, but I was having a disagreement with a loved one. And I just remember just kind of contemplating in my mind, um, you know, because there are healthy ways to deal with disagreements mm-hmm. or whatever, and then there's unhealthy ways. Like, yeah, definitely. And, you know, so, and I've seen, I've witnessed both in my life. And, and I've done, done both. both. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest here, that's we're coming thing. up higher. Yeah, that's the thing honest. about doing a podcast and ministry with your sisters. <laughs> we both know everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> we'll call you out, girl. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so we, you know, we witnessed both, we've been a part of both, mm-hmm. and I was just, you know, thinking about it, and because I'm a very non-confrontational person, as, and you are too, and so it's hard to be in disagreements, 
but it was just like the Holy Spirit, you know, as I was like, well, this, you know, this is my point of view. Like, this is how I see it, blah, blah, blah. Um, Holy Spirit was like, well, why are you fighting like this when you're on the same team? Mm-hmm. Like you're on the same side. And it was just, you know, cause I was taking things so personally and well, you know, they said this and they said that. And when you're like, it was just like, Holy Spirit was like, okay, like, let's get the first like common thing here is that you both are for each other common and you ground. love each other. Yeah. yeah. Like here's the common crown of this mm-hmm. whole situation, your family and you love each other. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's base our thoughts and our solution out of that. Yeah. That's really And good. that was so life changing because it's like, you know, when you, when you're <clears throat> in a disagreement with a loved one, if I was in a disagreement with you, or if you're in disagreement with your husband, um, just coming at it from a place of, okay, yeah, we're disagreeing. Um, we have maybe different thoughts or solutions or perspectives, but let's get to the common ground mm-hmm. of like, I know you're for me right. through this. Right. And so knowing that you're for me, even though we're disagreeing, like, I feel like it helps us get, um, to a quicker solution and a better solution. Right. Yeah. And that's so, really good. yeah. So just talking about with this competition, like you said, as Christians, we're all on the same team. Like even if we're different denominations, uh, as long as we're worshiping Jesus and claiming him as our Lord and savior, like mm-hmm. we're on the same team. And so let's, let's, uh, even in disagreements, let's stand on that common ground. Right. Of we're for the same cause. Like you know, we're serving the same savior. Yeah. That's really good. Finding the the commonality between everything and also being mothers and fathers that bring Mm -hmm. others up. I've seen it a lot where a talented young person comes up in the church as a, whether it be musician or preacher or singer or whatever, where some of the people that are older that are operating in those gifts and have for a long time, see it more as a threat versus Mm -hmm. welcoming them with, you know, open arms and saying, here's some things I've learned. Here's some things that I've walked through. I've watched what you're doing and what you're walking through. And I just, I think it's awesome, but here are some things that I can save you some trouble along Mm -hmm. the way. Here are some things that I, I see that you need to work on in a loving way versus immediately pushing someone down and squashing their gift at a young age because you feel like it's a threat um, because God's blessed them in a certain way or in a talent or anointing. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something, you know, I heard some uh, pastor say one time, um, we don't have enough mothers and fathers in the body. We just have jealous siblings, rivaling siblings. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, that's so true. We need more mothers and fathers or or even big sisters and big brothers that grandparents, yeah, whatever (laughs) that is that can take on that role and say, I'm so proud of you. I, I admire the gift that God has placed in you and the anointing. And I know he has a purpose and calling on your life. Let, let me help mentor you in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Let me celebrate you and your giftings because you're not a competition to me. Right. And I can, I can even um, duplicate my giftings mm-hmm. and, and you and even so that my gifting and my legacy can carry on even yeah. further. Well, that's what I was, as you were talking, literally the Holy Spirit said, it's not, they're not replacing you they're being reproduced by you or, you know, it's not replacement, it's reproduction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, I know just the spiritual mothers and fathers that we've had, um, you know, whether they're biological family or just in the faith, 
there's elements that as we minister, as you know, we're leading worship and things, you can actually see elements of yeah. the different spiritual parents mm-hmm. that we have. And in our books, mm-hmm. like there's pieces that I can tell you like, yep, that came from so-and-so mm-hmm. that came from so-and-so. And, you know, we wouldn't have that had they not been mothers and fathers to right. us or big brothers and big sisters mm-hmm. pouring spent, into us. And spent time. Mm-hmm. Investment. If, investment and an investment of time, even if it's not something super spiritual or constant teaching but just taking them out for dinner or a cup mm-hmm. of coffee or or just going to an event they're having and just being in in the background and the sidelines and just cheering and cheering them on even not caring if you're being seen or not doing it that's mm-hmm. another thing is right is sometimes mentoring and investing in others is a thankless job because they're the ones on stage and mm-hmm. and things like that and you're behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes but having a pure motive and intention of just Again, going back to that, we're on the same team. I want to see God win in all of this. Right. And it's not about being a shooting star because, I mean, shooting Mm -hmm. stars are like really beautiful to see and, you know, it's an awesome experience, but it's about being that like constant light, Mm -hmm. you know, because shooting stars come and go and then that's it. Mm -hmm. But the the constant light is something that goes from generation to generation to generation. And that's what God's looking for. He's Mm -hmm. not looking for you know, the next person to pop up overnight and, and fizzle just, out. Yeah, yeah. And just to, just to fade away. And that's something too, with someone on the receiving end, that's just coming up and, and needs to be mentored or someone wants to come alongside you. You have to be teachable. Mm-hmm. You can't have pride in the mix. You can't have ambition to, and just think that, Oh, I just, I have this God gifted me and this and that I don't need anybody else. He's going to make away. Well, the kingdom works through people. Right. I mean, uh, Jesus immediately connected with people and had his group around him so that he could do what he had to do on the earth. And mm-hmm. and if he surrounded himself with people, I mean, it just shows you the kingdom spreads through, through others and we right. can't isolate ourselves. And so that's one thing, too, is sometimes it's difficult to be mentored because they're pointing out some things that you need to work on Mm -hmm. and we need teachable, uh, we need teachable people in the, in the body of Christ. Yeah. I remember, uh, there have been a a few mentors that we've had that for, especially for a season, Mm -hmm. it was like (laughs) everything we, you know, did or whatever was just kind of like, well, that was really good. You know, but but. (laughs) we, me and Alicia, were always waiting for that other shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, you know, we come off like, okay, I think we did really good. Mm-hmm. And then a spiritual mentor would just be like, yeah, I like this, this, and this. But th- these are some areas mm-hmm. where you can grow in and develop. And I think it'll be really powerful mm-hmm. if, you know, you say it this way or do it that way. And and that was hard well, yeah. for us. And I want to add, too, that we were adults on our own yeah, a lot of we times when that happened. 18 and older. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was married during, yeah. <laughs> you know, even like when building my own life. And God still required... Uh, us to be obedient and teachable, have teachable mm-hmm. spirits to, to do what he's asked us to do. And that, yeah. that, that came from correction from, from those above us and mentors. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we did that though, because oh, yeah. we saved ourselves so much heartache mm-hmm. and saving ourselves from having to walk through things and learn the hard way versus being teachable and being, having a mentor say why don't we try this next time and then we tried it and then it was corrected mm-hmm. it was such a simpler way right and the earlier you can learn it the better because mm-hmm. now now we kind of like look for correction mm-hmm. like okay 
how, what did you think of this? Like, was there any better way we could have done that? Do you think we effectively did mm-hmm. it the best that we could? Um, because once you get past insecurity of, I just want everybody to like me and I just want the performance to be great. Or mm-hmm. I just want, you know, this to be perfect. Once you get past all that and realize like, we're probably going to mess up. Right. You know, we're not going to do everything right. Mm-hmm. We're just learning to operate in our gifting. Mm-hmm. So of course we're not going to be like a seasoned person that's been doing it for 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that really insecurity is what it is. Um, then you start seeking it mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, God, how can I improve in this area? Or okay, mentor, like, what are you seeing? Right. What are you thinking over this? Mm-hmm. And so really, even if, you know, those of you listening, you may be in your sixties, seventies, eighties and, and thinking, well, I, I haven't been teachable. I mm-hmm. haven't been able to, to take direction or correction. Like it's not too late to start. Right. And for those of you youngins out there <laughs> that are younger than us or around our age, like, don't let pride get the best of you. Mm-hmm. Don't let your inexperience get the best of you. Be willing to to be humble and to mm-hmm. be taught because it's better to go through that process now mm-hmm. than it is later on yeah. down the road. One thing I want to touch, I want to kind of shift gears here a little bit as a warning, or I don't know if it's necessarily a warning, but it's just something I've seen and it's kind of a critical I don't want to say spirit, but it's a critical mindset that that people have, especially for pastors and singers and musicians that are in the public eye that have a platform. There's kind of this mentality where they pick apart different things that they've said or they almost bash them or things like that. And I mean, we've even had some comments on different things where people were negative and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You expect that when you when you put yourself out there. Right. But I just kind of was seeing it as someone who is a spectator on the stands who's sitting. And I think of, you know, these guys or even girls that watch sports and like, you know, we're watching a football game and we're on the couch with our bag of potato chips and like, I can't believe he dropped that ball, you know, like when we didn't play past eighth grade, you know, I I would have done it this way. And sometimes we do that. And as Christians in the body of Christ, it's like, I would have done that so much. I would have done that differently. Mm-hmm. I would have done that. And they shouldn't be saying that. Or we'll take one line that they've said out of context and all of a sudden right. they're, you know, of the devil. And really we're just sitting on the sidelines be- and eating our bag of bonbons, you know. And, <laughs> and that's the same thing that we see in the church. A lot of times we have such critical people that are commenting on the ones that are out on the field, that are out pouring out their blood, sweat, and tears Mm -hmm. into the game, running their race, doing what God has asked them to do. And be, and because we're not, and we, and we're sitting on the sidelines. And if you're sitting on the sidelines, that's obvious that you're not involved in the game. You're not in the race Mm -hmm. because of that posture. And so it's easy. And it's something that we need to be mindful of to, assess where we are mm-hmm. before we comment, before we post something, before we criticize, before mm-hmm. we talk to anybody else about it and say, what if I put myself out on the field in the player's shoes Right, where there's stress, where there's millions watching, where there's late practices or, yeah. you know, so many hours spent in practice injuries, and injuries yeah, yeah. recovering from those and, and see that through the eyes of of a maybe thinking about a pastor or somebody and saying, we don't know what kind of criticism they're coming under. We don't know what's going on at home. We right. don't know if they just lost somebody. 
we just don't know what they're dealing with behind the scenes as spectators. And so mm. we need to be cautious before we make assumptions and before we draw others into the, the negativity. Right. Definitely. Because you don't, you don't know what a person's gone through to get where they're, they're at. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've heard because I used to be the person that was like, man, I wish I had their gifting or I wish I had that following or Mm -hmm. I wish whatever, like, you know, you just wish that you had other people's things and traits. And, but then when you start to hear their story Mm -hmm. and they talk about what the price that they paid to get where they're Mm -hmm. at. And then all of a sudden you're like, "Mm, right. Yeah. Don't want that so much, Exactly, you know, because you, there is a price to pay. Mm -hmm for walking in your gifting and, mm-hmm. and growing and maturing and developing. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the verse in Matthew 7, 2. And it says, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Mm-hmm. And Holy Spirit really made that personal to me um, in the last few years because I was finding myself with a critical spirit. And because I've, I'm just the perfectionist type and I'm really hard on myself. Mm -hmm. And so that naturally can sometimes spill out on others. And so I just remember all of a sudden, as I was stepping out in some things, I was like thinking, oh, I bet they're thinking this about me or I bet people are saying this or this isn't good quality enough or whatever. And I, and I realized that I was having those thoughts because those are thoughts I was thinking towards other people, you know, and I hate to like admit that's real. (laughs) Yeah. I hate to be like real here, you know, but God's, I've grown a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But you know what I mean? It was like, why am I having these thoughts? And Holy Spirit was like, it was, it's because you judge people Mm -hmm. like that. And, and then he brought this verse to mind about in the same way that you judge others, you'll be judged. And I've always thought of that as as, you know, being like this high and mighty person in the church and being like, oh, you're a sinner and Mm -hmm. you're going to hell, you know, and then God would do that to us in turn. But it was like the Holy Spirit put this twist (laughs) on it, or or maybe it's the way that he originally meant it. But it was just like, no, like as you judge and and, and as you're critical to other people, that's going to be projected back on you. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and it was all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I need to be a lot nicer. (laughs) Well, it's even what I hear you saying too that is a different aspect that I haven't thought about before the inner voice that you speak to yourself to is often what you project on other people. So Mm. you're hard on yourself, you're negative towards Mm. yourself, you're talking down to yourself in different ways or dislike who you are Mm -hmm. inherently, then you project that on other people without even realizing it. Because what, as a a man thinketh, so is he. Mm -hmm. That's the verse I'm trying to think of. So... Yeah, so as whatever's whatever you're thinking, whatever's going on internally is what's going to be projected mm-hmm. outward. Yeah. That's so true. So there's a lot to to ponder and chew on, I guess, so to speak is let's stop the negativity. Let's stop the judgment. Let's stop the competitiveness. Let's be the the place where it ends instead of mm-hmm. Instead of just uh, perpetuators mm-hmm. of the cycle. Right. Especially in the body of Christ. I even think of Paul when he wrote to different churches as the church was just starting and was saying, you need to settle these conflicts because you are the representation for the whole world of what being mm-hmm. Christ-like is. Wow. You need to you need to settle these things. And, and that's what we need to be doing. We If we are so busy attacking each other, if we're attacking the other players on the field who are wearing our same jersey, Mm -hmm. like we said before, a house divided cannot stand. Right. And so we need to be mindful of that. We need to be mindful of the things we say about others. We need to be mindful of 
helping others along that aren't necessarily where we are yet. And we need to be mindful to be teachable, Mm -hmm. to be willing to go up where others have gone that we have yet to go. Right. And so, so we don't keep going in circles, but we keep moving upward. We keep coming up higher. (laughs) Imagine that (laughs) we go back to this. And, and so I think we can just pray into this and, and pray over you guys listening because Let's, we're not we, we're not exempt from this. We mm. we've shared some personal stories today, uh, personal feelings that that we've walked through mm. in the past of, that are negative, that aren't squeaky clean right. things to we're, be proud we're of. All our dirty laundry, <laughs> <laughs> and so so we're not speaking from a place of condemnation or where we're coming down on you and saying you need to change, but really offering you a different perspective to those who are listening to say, these are some things that we've discovered. Mm-hmm. And now that, that we've given them to the Lord to deal with our life is just, there's so much more fulfillment Yeah, that we don't have time to look at the people in the other lane or, or, or com- compare because we're so busy and so fulfilled in the race that God has us in. Yeah. And we're, and we love to encourage others mm-hmm. in yeah. their races because we know the price we've had to pay to do what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so we can respect and honor what other people are doing. And even, you know, I want to speak to musicians and singers really quickly. If you're at a concert or if you're at a, a, you know, a worship experience or whatever, where there's other musicians and singers Mm -hmm. performing, or you're at a talent show, I don't care what it is, make a point to go and and tell someone what you liked yes. about them. That is so key. You know what I mean? So and key. it's for some reason like musician, and I don't know, maybe I'm sure it's the same with sports or mm-hmm. I guess just because we're in this arena more, but uh, whatever field I guess you're in, then if you're listening, when when people who are doing your job or in your field perform or present or, or whatever it is, go and go and even if you're having to force yourself, you know, or remind mm-hmm. yourself like, okay, afterwards I need to go and speak to someone and encourage them. Encourage them. Yeah. Because, uh, that, that is one of the quickest ways to get rid of competition. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if they've not done that for exactly. you ever no in your one. life, even if they never will, mm-hmm. you can be the light in that situation and you can represent the love of God by just squashing that competitiveness and say well if there is some it's on your side because i mm-hmm. i love you i support you and i it's breaking down that wall mm-hmm. and that barrier That's because so i feel like there's already coming into things when there's different like i said for the music world mm-hmm. when there's different singers or musicians bands coming together i feel like there's already that like unspoken rivalry mm-hmm. or competition like let's check them out yeah um and so i know like you and i that's something we learned is just, you know what, let's break that down. Mm-hmm. Like, let's come and just make a level ground. And because there are things I appreciate mm-hmm. about your voice right. or, or your songs that you've written or your worship or whatever. Right, because we're on the same team. Exactly. <laughs> and if worship's going forth, then to God be the mm-hmm. glory. Like, it doesn't have to be from us. Right, right. The revelation doesn't have to come mm-hmm. from us. Like, that's the beautiful part about being the body of Christ. And it takes responsibility. Mm-hmm. We put so much responsibility on, we have to lead it. We have to bring it. We have to like, no, we don't. Right. We just have to be obedient and we have to be working members of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So let's so go. Good. We can, we will preach. <laughs> we'll preach your shoes off. Well, Whitney, let's pray. Let's pray for, for those who are struggling with this, for those who want to improve, for those mm-hmm. with the, the teachable spirits that, that we talked about, because we all want to be imitators of Christ. Mm-hmm. We don't want to imitate what the world does and the world's competitive. The world is, mm-hmm. um, you know, judgmental yeah and and all these other things that you can find that it's a dog eat dog world kind of mentality and so we're to be imitators of christ Mm -hmm. and what he represents and kingdom people Mm -hmm. so let's pray for those who are struggling with this and and let's just give them encouragement i'll let you go ahead and lead off okay lord we just thank you uh just for a real talk we thank Mm -hmm. you for revelation holy spirit that you've given um each of us, Lord, over the years, and just even in this conversation, the things that you brought up, um, I just thank you for leading us, for guiding us. And Lord, I just pray for, uh, you know, we talked earlier that just when people know who they are, whose they are, that they're your child and their identity is rooted in you. And, uh, there's, there is no competition then Mm. because they're in their own lane. They're doing what they're called to do and they're encouraging others to do, um, to do their own work and their own calling. And then they're also, um, you know, desiring to lift people up that are are in the next generations. And so God, I pray that everyone listening today, including Alicia and I, Lord, that we be people, kingdom people that, um, know who we are, know our identities and that we're willing to encourage others to, to step over walls and and boundaries that have been put up by man and just make it just level common ground. Um, for everyone involved and and Lord you're you're a god of relationship and so may everything that we do not be um you know found in in competition but may it be found in relationship and so just give us the moldable teachable pliable spirits to um you know be able to be those those kingdom people that you've called us to be yes amen in Jesus name amen yes so we thank you so much for for joining us once again on coming up higher and we just pray that that you just go out today and and through the rest of the week and and really through the rest of the year just keep pressing onward your life yeah (laughs) (laughs) onward and onward (laughs) for eternity and just keep keep pursuing him keep pursuing uh the peace that he brings and that will naturally overflow into the rest of your life and in, in all these areas that we're that we're covering. And so mm-hmm. thank you guys. We love you. Yes. Uh, once again, this is Alicia and Whitney. And thank you for joining us on Coming, Coming Up, Up Higher. Higher.